<laughs> shit, they got a picture of that shit? <laughs> oh shit, I'm finally famous And I'm rolling with the motherfucking top down How can you blame us? I wanna break you off like right now I do it Show me on the mattress, cause it's already nighttime. And now I feel like the right time. Twisting up my fingers like a young PAC, VIG. But she just called me DAD. I do it. Oh shit, I'm finally famous. And I'm rolling with the motherfucking top down. How can you blame us? I wanna break you off like right. And now I need that penthouse on top of the world. That Detroit player on top of the world. Detroit players on top of your girls. Oh shit, I'm finally famous. And I'm running with the motherfucking dog. Down. How could you blame us? I wanna leave it. Let me talk. Let's talk. Let's talk the podcast. Let's talk the podcast. You guys missed miss some gems in between man. Up and that song. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Like, I don't wanna ruin anything, but there was a conversation about Big, Biggie, Tupac, Heaven, yeah. Gigi, World Chamber. Listen, you guys. You get. You're behind the paywall. Behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell that's going to be the topic of today's conversation. <laughs> oh, man. That was Live This Life by Big Sean and the legendary The Dream. The American Dream. Huh. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Paul. Yes, sir. Track 29. Track 29. Now, the year is currently 2021. Mm. In three years' time, mm-hmm. the year will be 2024. It will be. It'll be a leap year. It'll be a leap year. Which means yeah. that in the month of February, yeah. in 2024, yeah. you can sit down, mm-hmm. really put everything to the side, mm-hmm. and just decide that, you know what, for this month, I'm going to make my life better. Yeah. And I'm going to listen to one of every episode of the Two Stuff Nigerians that they have released at current date Yeah. over the month of February. Crazy. Now, again, at that point, we're going to be hundreds deep. Hundreds deep. But this is a challenge for them. Anyway, it's anyway. the Kex of the Mask. It's <laughs> <laughs> the young Kek of Belly, K-E-K. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Huh. That voice across the table from me. Yeah, yeah. The man who's never been the tail. Yeah, yeah. Because he only ever has had experience being the head. Yeah, yeah. The man who doesn't take L's. Yeah, yeah. He only takes learning experiences. You dig. Listen. Straight up. Is the host. The flame. With the most. Yeah. Eight sixteenths of the podcast. It's lit. I know that's one some of you guys. It's lit. Listen, we have to give him a minute. Ha ha. Eight sixteenths. Yes, sir. Sixteen divided by eight. Come on. That's. Fifty percent. So he is eight sixteenths. Yes, sir. Of the podcast. Yes, sir. Podcast, Pete. Let them know. Man, I got a bone to pick. 
I don't want you monkey mouth podcasters sitting in my I throne again. Get that back in the hood, man. I'm mad. You mad? But I ain't stressing. King Kex, one question. Mm. Bitch, where were you and we was podding? Now we got. Fam! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let them get it. Bitch, where were you when we was in pre pro? Oh my god. Oh my god. And then people will be saying, oh, I was there from the beginning. Hmm? Bro, it bothers me when the gods get to acting like the broads. Guess every pod doesn't come complete with niggas like ours. Oh my goodness. That's why I see no need to compete with niggas like y'all. I just ask her when you see me, you speak up, <laughs> nigga, that's all. <laughs> Don't be ducking like you never wanted nothing. It feels like podding's changed. There was a time it was rugged. Mm. Back when if a nigga reached, it was for the weapon. Oh, man. Nowadays, niggas reach just to promote their podcast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Someone's about to lose 150 M's. Mm. And that's my nigga. I hate it had to be them. Oh, man. Girl, you wasn't with me shooting in, in the, the gym. gym? You wasn't with me shooting in the gym when we had audio issues? Oh, my God. Back in the day? Oh my god. Back in the past? Oh man. When we got our mics off layaway? Oh my goodness. People weren't here when we got the new mics. Now we had the top floor penthouse sitting on deck. Cam called it on the way, re- working like vets. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> I said all of that just to say this. Mm. This one thing mm-hmm. that stays consistent. Come on, man. No matter what. No matter where we are. Oh, man. No matter where we go. Oh, man. Power to the people we're yes, about sir. to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we gonna rock like crack when it came in. Mm. It's me. Mm-hmm. It's me. Mm-hmm. It's Podcast P. Damn. And you're now tuning into another edition of the world famous. Mm. The world famous. Mm. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Real Queensbridge murderers. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we ain't never been to Queensbridge in our lives. What did Drake say? I ain't mm. never committed a crime in my life. Mm. But I gotta say it so that my niggas can quote it. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's the two stubborn Nigerians. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. For another, for another pilgrimage mm. into the audiastic landscape, mm. which is podcast. Mm. We back, and we better than ever. Man, man, I just want to personally, yeah, welcome in everyone from California. Yes, sir, California. Out on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. As oh soon as I goodness. step on the scene, I hear the hoochie scream. <laughs> Hey, yo, it's still crazy to me that California's finally here. Man said, don't come to LA. Ain't nobody oh fucking God. with me. <laughs> yeah, let's just have a whole LA podcast. Let's do it right now. Because <laughs> hate and love on dogs on top. Oh and I'm going to shake. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Yo, I can't believe how long that intro was. Are we still going? Like, we haven't said a single thing. We haven't said a single thing of note or of poignance. (laughs) These niggas are pressing forward every single time, trying to go 30 30 seconds. Surely they're going to start now. Nope. Going to be like this for the whole two hours. (laughs) We're here to mess about. We're here to mess about. (laughs) Nothing serious at all. Man. How you feeling? How's your week been? Where we at? I don't even know what we're doing, but yeah, what what are we saying, man? It's calm. It's good. It's good. Obviously, for us... um, we're about to benefit from the long weekend. Pim, 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 pim. Man, man. Uh, it feels like it's been too long since our last man. weekend. I can't wait. Mm. Monday off? Man. Monday Do you know what it's like to have a Monday off? Oh, my God. It's oh, deep. my God. It's different. It's deeper than rap. Huh, for real. For real. The amount of sleep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what about you, man? How have you been? Man, I've been good. I've been mm. groovy. I'm so groovy. I got power. Mm. I'm so groovy. Mm. Mm. I got power. <laughs> Oh, that's your bit. Your future's the... <laughs> yeah, at some point, yeah. At some point, yeah. 
at some point we're gonna have to have that conversation on future versus prince no for real for no, real listen, listen i don't want to offend anyone. i don't want to offend a single person but minneapolis ain't got it like atlanta i don't know and it's a tough one it's a tough one because although purple rain is purple rain yeah stick talk is stick talk man isn't because i took a shot of henny up it go bracy bracy where is the cap in Listen, man, there's lyricism and then there's elite lyricism. Come on. That went over some people's heads for real, for real. <laughs> oh, man, it's not even March, but we're still doing the madness for real. Like, yo. Let's get out. Let's go. Yo, yo, power to, yo what, what is it? Nigeria doesn't carry last. Pim, 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 pim. We'll see you next week, man. Come on, man. <laughs> big question for you. Yeah. Big, big question for you. Mm. Who is it that's coming on March 7th from TDE? That's a great question. Ooh. Hold up. Let me... For any of you who live under a rock or down on social media, so TDE's Twitter account posted a loading thing mm-hmm. and said, coming soon or something like that. Big drop. We're still active. Blah, 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 blah. And obviously it sent the hip-hop or black music community into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. Who could it be? Mm. Could it be Kendrick? Well, no. It has to be Isaiah Rashad. It's not... Yep. Or it has to be absolute. It's not. Mm-hmm. Or is it Scissor? And people are just going crazy on who it could be, what it could be. Is it going to be a project? My bet is on a single. <laughs> it's just a single, single. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, people are going crazy. What? Yeah, what? Really so yeah, March seventh. I saw you tweet mm-hmm. about it because um, you were like, um, "Well, who is it specifically?" Because <laughs> yeah. I went in on like four different artists. <laughs> it's crazy. Like you can't say, "Oh, the wait is over." When my wait is over, <laughs> for, <laughs> for five years. <laughs> I said the wait is over. If the wait is truly over, then I'm getting too much music. That's it. That's the need to chill. Is an interesting one Mm -hmm. because I saw a lot of people say, "Oh, Kendrick's coming. Kendrick's coming." Mm -hmm. I don't think it's Kendrick Mm -hmm. because I don't think Kendrick is using TDE to to. Absolutely not. I told you, Kendrick has deleted Top Dog's number off his phone. Now, whether Kendrick still makes music or not is a different conversation. (laughs) But Kendrick does not need promo. To release yeah, anything. Exactly. Like, especially with whatever... I don't know what it was he released last time. Mm-hmm. But the weird advert he released with the PNG or something Yeah, like when that. he's doing the publishing company. Or yeah, the, that publishing company. I don't think it's a publishing company. It's like a social initiative. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, it's in, not... In where, wherever yeah. it was... Like, the way he announced that is how I would expect him to announce an album. Yeah. Um, very weird, but very much him. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's Schoolboy. No, it's not. And... I don't think it's Isaiah Rashad because I think Isaiah Rashad is another person who is going to come different because of how long away it's been. Mm-hmm. I think if there's anyone, it's most likely Scissor because she'd been seemingly loading up. Hair different, hair different, hair different, hair different, hair different, hair different, hair different. Hair different. Hair different. Hair different. Good days on my mind, you to take a step I listened to that song once. I said, "I'm Scissor, you're not doing this with me, man. I'm not doing, I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> I had to like hand it for <laughs> Scissor, I'm not doing this with you today, man. Give me an album that we could talk. I'm not doing this with you right now. Oh, man. Scissor makes the most sense, especially with the fact that she just released um, that feature. Well, she, Doja Cat released a feature with her on it. Yeah. She's seemingly loading up for something. Yeah. So if she drops an album on May 7th, I won't be shocked. Yeah. However, I do want to put it out there. My sus- my suspicion is that it's either going to be a clothing launch yeah. or it's going to be what they did last year where it's just um, a summer of everyone releasing music videos. Could be that tour. 
It could be that tour. It could be that TDE event each yeah. year, especially with the world opening up. That was the first thing that came to my mind, just, mm. especially from the TDE account. Yeah, I was just thinking, oh, it's probably just the championship tour, like they did um, a few years ago. It makes sense. And another thing that I thought was telling, which um, I'm not sure if anyone else noticed, for a lot of TDE's projects, all the TDE artists sort of post, not yeah. even post, but they do this thing where okay. They all change their DPs to yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. They'll all have a tweet that's, you know, all in sync with each other. Um, no one actually posted anything different from their Twitter accounts. So. No. And none of them retweeted the fact that something's loading up. So. No. Isaiah posted it on his IG story. Um, yeah, but, but Isaiah will just be doing what he wants to do. Yeah, Isaiah doesn't do I mean, he just be out here being a dad. Like, that's really it. I just want I need another album. That nigga can wait. <laughs> Give him some Cheerios. And he he, he owes me a hand. He owes me a handwritten apology. Yeah, for real. Because he he said after the sun's tirade, I will never mm. make you niggas wait this long for music again. And I believed him. So cool. And it's been longer. Fam, the sun's tirade from Sylvia demo to the sun's tirade. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even that long away. It was like three years. I can wait three. Years I can wait three I'm years. Gonna... This has been five in August, Isaiah. Outrageous. Because I know you listen. Outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. But it's fine. It's criminal. He'll release something eventually. Hopefully. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Inshallah. (laughs) Shout out to all my people fasting. Yeah. We're still fasting. We love them and we pray for each and every one of you. Pray Mm -hmm. that this season is just full of blessings and fruitful. And you get everything. You and your family and your loved ones get everything out of this season that that you want and hope for. Mm. Inshallah. Yep. All right, man. 22 minutes in. Mm. What are we doing today? What are we here to do? Man, we're here to do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot this um, this week. Poof. First things first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys a little get to know. Get to know what's... Ooh, just get to know what's get to know. <laughs> At some point, we need to literally... Yeah, just cut that <laughs> and then just keep moving. I'm going to cut it, send it to my engineer. He's going to get the right pitch. Come on, man. Come Vocals. On, we'll tune it a little bit. We'll tune it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you see T-Pain? Find out about his DMs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone oh said the God. music and the content we're about to get from him. <laughs> Yo, he should just make an album Bro, called DMs. <laughs> just like everything. He like said the amount watch. of featuring T-Pains we're about to get. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's about to get six man of the year. For real, for real. This is about to be crazy. For real, for real. I re- he was already in this, in this cut Fox. with Jamie Foxx. With Jamie Foxx. Something dangerous about to happen. Oh, man. my goodness. Stay dangerous. <laughs> See how I'm keeping up with the LA theme. Come on. <laughs> Four hundred. Yo, we're gonna do a get to know session. Yeah. We're gonna answer a few questions. Yep. Um. After that, we are going to get into some social justice issues. Yes. Um. That needs to be touched on because that's what we do here. Facts. After that, we're gonna get into the main point of today's podcast. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> they won't get it. Do you see what I'm saying? They won't get it. <laughs> they won't get it. <laughs> like, why, is people, like, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> it's behind the paywall. <laughs> behind the paywall, man. You have to pay. Yeah. Um, today's podcast is our monthly wrap up. A lot of great albums came out in the month of April, mm-hmm. and we just want to shine the light on some of those and share what we think about them. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, 
we are going to be getting into Sumi. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Sumi, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Mm, everybody my, be asking my sixth album, my last, my set. I'm sick of man. We'll get into it later. Come on, man. <laughs> Look what happened. I tried doing too early. Don't say, nigga. What? <laughs> this is not your time. <laughs> Fourth year, you're trying to show up. Show up. Get to the bench. Get to the bench. Sit down and think about what you did. Oh my god. After Sumi, we're gonna get into the main point of today's episode, yes, sir. which is recommendations and home time. Home time, home time, home time. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That'll be trying nine in the books. What was your favourite golden time in primary school? Oh, man, <laughs> what a question! That's seven years, That's seven years of of passion. <laughs> I think I put my neck on the line every Friday. <laughs> my favorite golden time in primary school. <laughs> this is how you know I'm a music head. <laughs> this is how you know I'm a music head, but this is how you know that I was also a very corny child. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anyone in our class even did this. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one weekend, right? Well, I was driving back from... I was getting driven back from <laughs> London. <Yeah. laughs> um, and this was when we were in year five. Mm-hmm. And on the way back from London, I think it was my birthday weekend. So we went to Woolworths. Oh, shout out Woolworths. Mm. Um, Willie, whoa. Come on, man. <laughs> And we'll obviously go through the aisles and all that, and I was given a £20 spending limit. Damn. And I saw that the High School Musical CD... Yes, sir. The soundtrack... The first one? one. Yep. So we were soaring? Yep. Flying. flying. There's not a star in heaven, heaven that we can't reach. reach. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if try it. Yeah, we're breaking oh, through. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we're breaking through. Oh, my goodness. That gospel. <laughs> that gospel. We're so... <laughs> if I should start. If I should start. Because you know who has blood on their hands? Miss mm. Darvis and Kelsey. Oh my because how in the hell mm. did they think that whatever that song was that, that they had Gabrielle and Troy audition with mm-hmm. was better as a ballad than what Sharpay and Ryan did? It's they said it's hard to believe. It's I can see that you're always right there beside me. And they were giving Bam. choreography. Bam. I can't lie, yeah. <laughs> Troy Bolton had nothing. But white privilege. <laughs> Yo, but white privilege. Look what happens when your dad works for the... That's it. Nepotism. And that's the that's the topic of today's social justice. <laughs> I'm tired of you. Yeah, let's get out. Let's let's actually podcast today. Yeah, so you bought a high school musical CD. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a high school musical CD, and in year five we had a stereo in mm-hmm. the classroom. Okay. So what I would do is bring my CD into school. Mm-hmm. Like five of us mm-hmm. would stand around, yeah. like in the semicircle around the stereo. Yeah. Whilst niggas were getting active outside. Yeah. Us <laughs> standing around the stereo. And we'll just sing along to <laughs> all it is together. Once we know that we are, we're all stars. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, what was some clown shit? That was some shit, though. Oh man. Okay. That was iconic. That was iconic. What about you? Um, Mine was this one specific one where, so like, we were in year three, I think. Mm. And for history, that period, we were doing um, ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. And so for our golden time on the friday it was like the whole afternoon rather than just like last period and we had like an asian greek day mm. so you had to come in in like robes so like bed okay. sheets and made togas and head guards mm-hmm. and shit like that and you had different shit around the like school so in the gym it, we did like uh, asian greek olympics mm-hmm. so you threw like 
foam javelins and did like a long jump and did like a had to throw like a baby medicine ball to see if you were like strong and shit of course i won that shit nigga on, i was in my fucking bag that was my athletic prime you three prime achilles when i was on mount achilles <laughs> The Achilles are in hibernation. Literally, for real. Um, and then, like, yeah, and then um, in the, like, lunch area, we would have, like, Greek lunch, so there was olives mm-hmm. and shit. That's where my love of olives came from, for okay. real, for real. And then in one classroom, we had Asian Greek music playing. One man was on the lute, mm. which isn't even Asian Greek yeah. at all. <laughs> the lute is very much medieval <laughs> British, but I was in year three, so I let it rock. You know what I'm saying? Me now, I maybe called it out like, hey, man, you know that's not from Asian Greece, <laughs> right? But, but year three, seeing a nigga on a lute, I was like, oh, shit, we in Greece for real. <laughs> this guy's not serious. That was my shit, man, because I, I love history. So when mm. you amalgamate history into real life mm. and I can feel like I'm living it, yeah, yeah. I loved it, man. Okay, okay. I loved it. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. I was black in mm-hmm. ancient Greece. Probably wouldn't have gone well for me. <laughs> for real, for real. But apparently the only place where it's cool to be black is in Japan. That's it. That's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't fucking go. I love they can treat him like a god. <laughs> oh my goodness. We need anime set in Africa, man. For real, for real, it, it won't be hard. It would be, be so hard. funny. <laughs> it would be, and I don't want them to change the culture of Africa at all. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Keep it real. Keep it real. Mm-hmm. Like, mum, I'm going out because I have to fulfill my destiny. <laughs> if you don't sit your ass down <laughs> in this chair <laughs> and read your book, what's the plate? <laughs> Go and pound this yam, you <laughs> stupid individual. <laughs> Talk about fulfill my destiny. <laughs> your name is divine, not destiny. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Gone decided to up and go become a killer. What? (laughs) (laughs) At 11? (laughs) Yeah, I'm out. I'm I'm cutting. I'm going across the seven seas. Oh my god. Where's your guardian? Where's your permission? Bruv. Oh my goodness. We haven't even got anything to get to know yet. 22 minutes in. Let's start the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, if you can't tell, the vibes are really in a good place right now today. Mm. The sun is shining. Yes, the sir. weather is warm. The birds are singing. Tweet, mm-hmm. tweet. Tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> <laughs> in not even late. So what's your excuse today? <laughs> it's the coffee. It's the coffee beans. Jesus. Some I shit. See, they put they put oat milk in my shit. That's what they did. Um, now, nah, thank you once again for joining us, man. Twenty nine episodes. Mm. Twenty nine episodes. We really appreciate you if you've been here from track one. We love and thank you, and we really appreciate you if you're yeah. here from track twenty eight. We love and thank you if this mm. is your first time. Thank you for joining us. We truly, truly appreciate it. I marvel every single time I look at our numbers at the fact that people want to hear anything that we have yeah. to say about anything. Let alone consistently coming back to hear what we have to say about music. Mm. A few weeks ago, one of my people hit me and they said, one of their friends said that we remind them of the very famous um, Dissect podcast Mm. on Spotify. I was like, yeah, that's high praise. That's crazy. That's crazy high praise. 
but we, we, we're trying to work to the day that some other podcasts will get a message and say, yo, you remind us of the two stubborn Nigerians and they can be like, wow, that's high pro. And that day is coming. Soon. Soon. Soon but, than but for, you think. Sooner than you think. But for that to be happening, you need to know about us. Mm. You need to know us to our core. Mm. You need to get to know us, mm. some would say. Mm. So with that, we can with, with that. <laughs> Welcome to the Get to Know part of the podcast. Mm. Uh, so this week, we want to talk about something that has come up, cropped up, reared its ugly head yep. every now and again on the podcast, which is music videos. Mm. Obviously, growing up in the um, 90s babies, on, and then growing up in the early 2000s, we were obviously, we much of our music um, came from music videos. Yep. We've spoken a lot about the influence of MTV Bass, Channel U, or Channel Man. AKA, Man. Kiss TV, um, BET 106 and Park, <sighs> and then 2008 when it came out the monolith that was youtube Man. and going on to youtube it, no, it was much earlier in 2008 i'm tweaking oh, maybe it's like oh five yeah oh yeah. five i'm thinking because 2009 was vivo might have been 2004. maybe 2009 was when vivo came out okay. and that's why i started thinking mm. about 2009 yeah so um yeah music videos and how important they were to a lesser extent still are mm-hmm. um in the music culture but how a music video could really change the way you feel about a song, mm. um, change the way you feel about artists and album. Kets made reference on track 28, uh, Craig David, and how he yeah. didn't like the song Seven Days until he saw the music video. I realized, oh shit, this nigga was really living out seven days. <laughs> and it changes the way you view something or it just enhances your experience, you yeah. know? It's, yeah. I, I liken it to if you read a book and then you watch the movie mm-hmm. and you get to actually visu- physically see what you were visualizing. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were mentioning anime, manga readers, and then being able to see it come to life in yeah. an anime. Definitely. That that type of telling your story or portraying your art in a different media. Um, so we wanted to use this time just to shine a light on some music videos that we felt just need to be spoken about for whatever reason, um, mm-hmm. that maybe struck a chord still strike a chord with us and just um just signify the importance that music videos had have and will continue to have in the music game and so with that big kex man man um i really like this topic for the main reason I, my appreciation for music videos have mm-hmm. they were high it was really high yeah and then obviously it went down because life just meant that I never actually had to watch music videos to hear music anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of late, it's gone back up because I've had the privilege, I call it privilege, it's hard work, but privilege as well, just to get a glimpse behind that curtain of what it takes to write a treatment, send treatments in for treatments to be chosen, mm-hmm. and then to actually film your treatment. Yeah. Um, getting the people behind that, gla- behind that window curtain, curtain, yeah, curtain, Behind that curtain. Behind hey, that iron me. curtain. Kick it oh, back man. to the Cold War days. Year oh, 10 man. GCSE. Come oh, on, man. Shout out Mrs. Anderson. We love you, baby. I said Mr. Anderson. That's Mr. Woodwoods. Get out. Expand <laughs> niggas make me sick. How dare you? Mr. Woodward did not do all he did for Mrs. Anderson. Yeah, Mrs. Down. Anderson. That's my <laughs> nigga right there. I remember telling Miss Anderson, Miss Anderson had me down to get an A star in GCSE history. Mm-hmm. And I told her, Miss, I'm going to get a B. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you why I'm going to get a B. I'm going to get an A star in every single module that you taught me. And mm-hmm. the one module where you were away because you wanted to go and be popping babies, <laughs> I'm gonna, and I wasn't taught by you, I'm going to get an E. 
and, she, and she said no that's not gonna happen you're gonna get an a i've put i've actually put you down as an a star port i was like okay mm-hmm. we'll see results day you'll be mad at me mm-hmm. results day comes i get a b mm-hmm. why three a stars one e that's pain that's pain that's a lot of pain i told you the influence that some teachers can have man for shout real. out to all the educators for real. for real for real shout out to the educators the good ones because some of you guys are doing it for a paycheck and some of you guys are doing it for the passion you love the game fam without mr clement where am i today yeah i could quit there's affairs gonna love me man 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 <laughs> how do we even get there music videos music videos, <laughs> <Don't worry>. music <laughs> videos. um yeah getting a peek behind the curtain gave me a bigger appreciation so there's two music videos i want to talk about um one is you know from our childhood i'll say okay Kind of childhood anyway. Okay. Um, and one is more current. Okay. The childhood one is Water Wall by Chris Brown. Okay, coming from wow to wow. wow. Um, man, that music video gassed me. Mm-hmm. The idea of Chris Brown becoming a vampire. Because mm. I heard the song, this is one of the cases where I heard the song Price on the music video. Okay. Um, because my stepdad would always put the newest songs in the car. Um, and we'll just listen to them wherever we're going. So I already loved this song. And then when I saw the music video, and I was like, wait, so here's a vampire. Oh my God, did I have to jump in from wall so to wall. wall? And it's like, and then, yo, wait, and his eyes are red. Yo, this is crazy. That music video, one of my favorites, one of my favorite. I love that music video. And mm-hmm. it's, the imagery is stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, to him waking up at the end of the music video and it was like it was all a dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> like you can see the thriller influence in it. Just like just like all my um key stage two English pieces. Yep. Yeah. And then you woke up. Key stage two, key stage three, key stage three. And you woke up. And it was all a dream. <laughs> I swore I'll get into Bro, I put that in my dissertation for real, for real. <laughs> and that is the reason Easy, why right? engines make too much noise and we can simplify it through doing this. And then it you woke a, up and it was, it was all a dream. Mm. <laughs> Full stop. Sign. <laughs> they have to give me marks of creativity for that. For real, for real. Because what other dissertations are you getting <laughs> to that have that in there? <laughs> Show me, <laughs> man. Yeah, Water was the first one I want to give his flowers. Um, yeah. Just because of how much stuck with me till today. Okay. The next one, um, and I'm gonna get to him more later in the podcast. Okay. Akeem Ali. Mm. Um. Some of you guys might not know who I'm talking about. Um, I recommended his song... Kimi Casanova, baby. Kimi Casanova a few weeks ago. And Mac Daddy, let me tell my shit. And my shit better. Fat nigga on a fraternity. I'm, I'm a, a big, big stepper. stepper. <laughs> <laughs> but he is just... Obviously, like his whole thing at the moment is that he's embodied this pimp person. Pimp! Yep. Um, and that's sort of how he carries himself in his songs. Well, it is how he carries himself in his songs. Um, and it translates to music videos extremely well. Extremely, extremely well. Um, he's done it consistently now. He did it for Kim Casanova. Yes, sir. He's done it for his newest single, The Mac. Mm-hmm. And the music video, Sugar, which mm-hmm. is one that I really want to give a lot of praise to. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically... And it was weird, because when I was watching it, like I watched the music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that the song is new. It came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. But the music video was filmed so well. Everyone embodied their characters so well. Yeah. That my brain switched off for a moment. I was like, 
how did they get such clear footage from the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> and you should have mind, no, they filmed that like a couple of weeks ago. A day ago. ago. <laughs> that was <laughs> Sunday. Um, there's something about the energy of the music video that's so authentic that it just, it feels like... Yeah, just, waiting, just like, waiting for Franklin Saint to walk for around. Real, yeah. For real, like, it was just, it was great. Yeah, I feel you. It was great, I really loved it. Except for the moment where there was a girl with roller skates in the party, because Lord knows I would be swearing all types of swear words if someone bumps into me at a party and makes me spill my drink because you decided to come with roller skates on. That's a Cali thing, man. It's like for real. They actually do that. Yeah, niggas be roller, roller skates, skates to the roller skates to the shops. Niggas wear roller skates to the mall. No, 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 but Paul, roller yeah. skates to the party. Yeah, yeah. I seen that. I seen that in SD. I seen that in SD. Now I'll give when I saw it in SD. I'll give my guy some flowers. It was his house, so you can do whatever the okay. fuck you want in your house. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I seen that. I see That's that. great. If I go to a party and you roller skates, roller skates. But it's different because I won't. If it's me and roller skates, yeah, you'll have mm-hmm. to fight because I can't roller skate. And you're yeah. now, why are you in roller skates? <laughs> people who do that can roller skate for real, for real. If you can roller skate and you don't touch me the whole time, you're yeah. roller skate. Oh, that's, that's a visual. Yeah. But if you hit me because you're roller skating at the party, it's a problem. I feel you. Obviously, I'm not going to fight because I'm not a fighter. Yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But you will hear these words. Yeah, you're going to hear these words. Oh, at very, at very <laughs> minimum, the next episode of the Yeah, yeah you'll, hear you'll hear those words. <laughs> it's going to be a segment about your ass. <laughs> Get your ass. <laughs> oh, you got, I got something for you. Man, social justice. Run, skate, go. go. <laughs> they are a safety hazard. <laughs> Boris, what are you doing? What are you about doing about the these roller skates? Damn it. <laughs> Oh man, what about you, man? What music videos come to your mind? Got me up all night. Mm. All I'm singing is love songs. She got me up all night. night. Constant drinking and love songs. She Mm. got me up all night. Mm. All I'm singing is love songs. You got me up all night. Got me up all All night. night. Hey, Power Trip, J. Cole featuring Miguel. Um. For those of you who don't know, Power Trip is a double entendre of a song, right? Mm-hmm. So it presents like he's talking about a woman, yep. but he's actually talking about the rap game mm-hmm. and music in general. He has a similar thing of the song Dreams on the Come Up, mm. or the Warm Up. I can't remember now. It was a Warm Up. Um, yeah, he does a similar song thing on the song Dreams. And the video is so dope. And I'm going to get into this a little bit later, um, a bit more, and I'll explain why when we get there. Mm-hmm. But, like, it has a real Kanye um, flashing lights influence with the video where he's stalking this girl. He's outside her crib. He's watching her. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, in this sense, the girl represents the rap game. He's watching her have guys over, have people over. And he's watching jealous and he's getting angry because that should be mine. Mm-hmm. I want it. And then he goes in there and he kills it. Mm-hmm. He kills the girl. Figuratively, because what he's actually killing is the rap game. No. which J. Cole would then go on to do, in my mm-hmm. personal opinion. Um, so he's killing the rap game, and then he puts it in a trunk and he buries it, mm. and he puts it away. Again, fast forward to um, history repeats itself, and that's just how it goes. Same thing that my nigga Elvis did with rock and roll, where he's talking about, I got snatched the crown real quick, mm-hmm. and prove to these niggas that there is no more crown. No. It's dead, it's done. No. Fast forward, you see mm. what I'm saying? Mm. And so I think just watching J. Cole go through that and be able to tell both the story of the stalking aspects, which Power Trip does represent. If you look at it as he's talking about this woman, like she's got me up all night, I'm going crazy. This is constant drinking and love songs. This is what that's doing to me. And he then also presents, if you look at the double entendre light of, this is the rap game. 
and wanting to be on top of this rap game is driving me crazy. I have to kill this shit mm. and then I'm going to kill it and mm-hmm. I'm going to bury it mm. so that no one else can find it and no mm. one else can get it because mm. this is my shit and this is my time. And I just thought that aesthetic and that dichotomy, that dichotomy was just like mind-blowing. I thought it was mind-blowing in 2013 when I first heard the song and saw the video. It's still trips me out do you see what i did that because power trip still trips me out to this day in 2021 mm. nearly a decade later mm. i love that shit i love that choice i love that shit if i want if i was going with a more contemporary pick and this is still like a couple years on it highest in the room travis scott really yeah, yeah i okay. really love that That's video fair. i really love that video because again just encapsulating what the song was yeah for real that whole music video is a trip and shit no scratch that LSD. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. Fam. LSD is... For Kehlani to watch that video and say, yo, this video is exactly what being on LSD was like, oh shit, I gotta try this. Fam. That even reminds me of... I don't know how it reminds me. I don't know how I even thought of this when you said Power Trip. Childish Gambino 3005. Come on now. 3005. Oh, wow. Fam, that music video You know what was about that music video? Yeah. It was such a simple video. Mm-hmm. It's just him on the Ferris wheel, mm-hmm. well, opening anyway. Yeah. And he's just rapping his whole verse and he does the whole verse and the whole time there's a teddy bear next to him. Yeah. And then it's like just randomly at one point the teddy bear just blinks. That like, album oh my is God. so fucking sensational. It was amazing. Amazing album. Rainbows, sunshine. Oh, man. Everywhere we go. Oh man, um, that album was really a change for him as well. Because mm-hmm. I think that was, you know, he had the Kawhi tape after that, mm-hmm. and then after the Kawhi tapes was dun, 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 soulful. Dun, 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 dun. soulful, soulful, soulful. Daylight, <laughs> I wake up feeling like you won't play right. Oh, Should we man. just go into the summer of two thousand sixteen? Fuck all of this, because <laughs> <Back> bro. <laughs> Like yeah, this is about to be the longest podcast ever. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh man, we have to do that episode soon. Yes, very soon. Especially since summer's coming. Come on, and because the TL tried to celebrate the worst album of 2016 coming up on five years when there was all that heat that came out that year, y'all niggas are celebrating views. I views? Believe. I could not believe. Do you know how much amazing Albert Birds in the Trap sing McKnight came out that year? Birds in the Trap. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. Oh Sun's tirade. The divine feminine. Oh my goodness. And your th- Drake. Oh my goodness. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you guys, you guys just always I've, disappointed. I've never seen you celebrate Tuscan Lover. We should have an anniversary every year when it's the 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 day that nothing was the same come out because of how great Tuscan Lover is. Man. But no, you want to hear talking about? I try for you. You guys make me sick. Why you want to fight with me at Cheesecake? People... Because you're making trash music. People vehemently defending One Dance and Controller being on that album. I should slap you. I should slap you. Listen, there were vibes. There were vibes by themselves. Mm-hmm. On the album, in context of the album, at some point we're going to do a views review. A nigga who said got so many chains, they call him Chaining Taylor. Get that nigga... Bro, when you can come and do Lemon Pepper... Facts. Oh my god. And you wanna come that. and you wanna tell me that, that that's what you wanna do on an album? Listen, at some point we're gonna do a specific review 
a specific review of views and we're gonna call it reviews i see what you did though that's crazy that's mad wow Come on, man. That one's got to be behind the paywall. Come on, man. Because that's too much science. <laughs> you have to pay for that's that That's too much science. You can't get that for free. And it's funny because Drake has a song called For Free, oh my which goodness. came out in 2016. Oh my Same year with views. He go, I go on and on. Can't yeah, understand how I left so long. That's us on this podcast. We go on and on and then we'll sit here like, how did we, how is it two hours? <laughs> like, how did this happen? It was so complicated. It's nice. <laughs> All right, let's really start the podcast, man. Yes, sir. 40 minutes in. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> um, so as is custom on this podcast, mm. we like to uh, make sure we talk about some of the stuff that's going on in real life outside of music. And this week is no different. Mm-hmm. This week, um, I want to talk about racism on social media. Mm. Why do I want to talk about racism on social media? So over the first um, few days of this month of May, welcome into the month of May, everybody feeling like Floyd in this May weather, gang gang, all of that, all of that. Um, through the first few days of this month of May, so the from the 30th of April, 1st of May, 2nd of May, 3rd of May, up until the 4th of May, um, sports teams and players um, across the United Kingdom have taken to boycotts all forms of social media. Um, in protest of, quite frankly, the disgusting racist abuse that players, teams have been subjected to really since social media came in, Mm. but very strongly over the past um, few months. Um, Football legend here in the United Kingdom, Ian Wright, um, did a sit-down talk with um, another football legend here, um, Alan Shearer, who, where um, Ian Wright showed Alan Shearer his DMs and says he gets, you know, racist dms every single morning he wakes up and the first thing he does is deletes the racist notification that he gets in his his dms and you know alan shearer was knew it happened but was shocked to the extent and some of the things that were said and so um football clubs like i said and many other sports clubs and many other sports players have taken to say you know we're gonna do a little boycott here Mm. um and now there's a lot here and i think the stance is good because it shows the social media platforms, which is absolutely true, you have so much more to do. Mm. Um, football, as anyone who is in the UK knows, runs social media. Yeah. When there's a big football event on, yeah. football Twitter's going crazy. You're gonna find the funniest shit. And when there's not a football event on, and there's other sports on, when football Twitter finds out about those other sports having anything, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Because when football Twitter starts coming to basketball Twitter and bringing in the anime, <laughs> stupidest thing in the world. And what they're saying is, we control so much of your platform, you need to give back to us, and you need to help us out, and you need to just do the decent thing. And I think it's admirable. I do think there's a level of hypocrisy to it, which is what I want to point out, um, that these sports leagues have more that they can do to protect their players themselves. Yeah. Um, they have more that they should be doing. There, there's more. If you really care about this, it should be deeper than your bottom line. Mm. As, as these sports franchises are businesses, and so naturally their bottom line is profit. If you really care about this, you should be willing to give up your profits to show your players that you care about this. And that means banning more fans that you find, really supporting players in taking specific individuals to court in that sit down talk that i was talking about between ian wright and alan shearer mm-hmm. he talked about a court case that um he filed a report he filed a case against um, someone who has obviously sent him some racist dms and racist messages it got to court in ireland 
I know Stan Alcott, of course, said, let the guy go. He's a young lad. It's a first offence. Don't want to ruin his life. Well, his messages are affecting mm. and potentially ruining another man's life mm. in a racist way, which is a hate crime, which is a, a human rights violation. Mm. So, yes, he should be punished. He should be taught a lesson or something. Maybe not prison, yeah. but whether it's community service, whether it's racial training, whether it's you as the racist white person have to go sit in a black school. You know mm. what I'm saying? And and mm. like you know what I say sit with your enemy or some shit like that like you gotta do something do you see what I'm saying and I feel like these sports leagues again a boycott makes sense now if you're really serious about it you have to do it long term mm-hmm. it can't just be a two three day thing it has to be a serious we are going to sit this shit down for as long as it takes mm. for you social media platforms to implement some policies in place to protect our employees mm. our workers against this but then on top of that you you still need to do more you need to hold yourself accountable before every single game in the premier league these days and throughout most of europe and throughout most of the english football league players take a knee Um, they take a knee before the whistle is blown to show their commitment against racism and when that first came in you know i was all for it i thought it was a really good idea for a short period of time they've been doing it for close to a year now and I would implore these leagues to take a self-look within themselves to say, what have you actually done? What policies have you actually implemented? What mm. changes have you actually tried to make? Mm. Even if it's just in your sport, I'm not asking the Premier League to come out here and fix the racial inequality within our healthcare system. Yes. But you can definitely come out here and look to see what you can do about you know, the racist abuse or the racist treatment or the racial injustices that young black kids face when they're coming through grassroots football. You can look at the fact that the amount of minority coaches you have is falling and dropping. The opportunities they get are lesser and lesser. Mm. Um, You could just look at bringing in some sort of racial training so that you have a great number of coaches in the UK who are white and they Mm. will be here for a long time because they're really good at what they do. Do they know how to communicate with a a young black kid Mm. who's coming up? Do they understand the social pressures that he faces are different to the white boy from Kent or from Surrey? that's on the same team do they understand that can you bring in people to speak on that can you employ or empower whether it's current players or ex-players to really teach and grow and grow? there's so much more that i feel like you as a league can do and all the other big sports leagues as well um that they need to be doing to really get their message across mm. now to that extent i do also support them in saying that twitter facebook Instagram especially, because I don't know why there are so many sex bots in my DMs asking me to click this link. Fam, it's ridiculous. I'm not 12 anymore. It's ridiculous. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's wild. Like, they need to fix that, like, all these platforms. And then I can only imagine what it's like as a professional football player, millions of people following you, you make one mistake, your team loses, and all of a sudden it's black this, monkey this, nigger this, nigger that. Like, fam? Fam. And then it's deeper because they get death threats too. Um, and this world is crazy. It's one of those, right? Because you said it earlier as well. Um, you said that, you know, the league has to do more to protect... Uh, well, the league needs to get social media platforms to do more to protect their employees. Yeah. Social, media, <laughs> social media platforms need to do more to protect the people that are some of the biggest users of your social media platforms. Yeah. These footballers have millions and millions and millions of followers. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how you guys aren't doing a better job of protecting... Like, if this happened to Kylie Jenner now, Kylie Jenner's going to be protected from this. Facts. 
why are black footballers not being protected from this? Facts. And then again to what you said, I think the league. We just saw how hard the league fought for against Super League. Yeah. We see how hard they fight when it's something that affects all footballers. Mm-hmm. But we're not seeing that same fight for the minorities. Mm-hmm. I just think it's something that definitely needs to be looked into. It needs to be looked at. It needs to be addressed. Um, to to the black players fighting that fight, man. We support you, mm-hmm. and we appreciate y'all. Y'all doing a great thing. And uh, like I say, the boycott in theory is a really good idea. But sometimes, hey man, nineteen fifty five in this bitch, man. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to real sit it down, yeah. like that Montgomery for bus real. boycott, and say we're going for a year and a half. Mm. And we ain't we ain't coming back until mm. y'all niggas change. Yep. Change gonna come, that. nephew. You get believe that. <laughs> when I look back on all that I've done to you, fam, you know how and that's a, if all the black footballers now just decide to sit down, fam, the game's over. The game's over. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that's all it takes. Don't even do it. Just threaten them. Fam, I'm gonna sit look, down. You guys, it's. People don't understand the power that we really will Bro, here. that's why I loved what the Milwaukee Bucks did in the bubble mm. when they just said, no, we're not playing. Yeah. Like, we're genuinely not playing. Get me the governor of our state on the phone. Mm. But even then, I'm still not playing today. Yep. And that's it. That's all it takes. Kyrie, was, Kyrie wasn't even in the bubble and said, yo, y'all should leave. Yep. Y'all should leave. And we're going to see what happens. Mm. All of a sudden, I'm seeing... Racial quality ad every single day in the NBA. Every game. I put Black Lives Matter on the court. court. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, you got Luca wearing equality. <laughs> I didn't know your name was Equality. Oh my god, it was. No, I'll never forgive Lakers fans. Right. I'll never ever forgive Lakers right, fans. Why would we do? Because Danny Green has such a wholesome message. How many more? <laughs> And the Lakers fans edited that. How many more threes are you gonna miss? <laughs> How dare you? You gotta understand. You gotta understand. We were in the Mamba jersey, and he missed a wide open three to win us the title. It, doesn't it does. It absolutely does. It, it's different, man. If it was KCP, I would have agreed with you, man. How way, man? You go too far. But oh, listen, man. You didn't want to win the championship off of Danny Green three. <laughs> That's not how you wanted to do it. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. It had to be a dominant win. Yeah, exactly. In six. <laughs> so that LeBron could kind of say, I want my respect too. I hated that speech so much. The Lakers want their respect. Cheney Bus wants her respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Rob Palenka wants his respect. And I want my damn respect too. Not even looking at Doris Burke. That's Doris Burke. He's overlooking. Listen, that was... Uh, Holding his title. Listen, congratulations and all that. I hate that speech. <laughs> hey, and listen, <laughs> you're going to stay mad. But guess what? I got something for you. I just want to be...
once again, I wholly recommend For Your Love by Will Jordan. Yeah, great song. Great, great song. Hit it out of the fucking park. Shout out, Will. It's a comer in the house. We see you. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's get into the main body of the podcast. Huh. 55 minutes in. Mm. Hour on the clock. Man. Let's get to it. <laughs> We're warmed up, up now. <laughs> so the April rapper mm. May flowers follows April showers. We're not gonna get through today. At all. <laughs> At all. Where are we kicking it off? Man, we have started with the album that last week I told you guys I had on repeat. Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine by Brockhampton. The best boy band since One Direction. Make a nigga itch like a skin infection. Let's kick it off with the intro. This is Buzzcut. Who let the dope boys out? Thank God you let me crash on your couch. Who's my guy that I'm praying to now? Early 2000s, they try to jump me in Latino protection. Any direction, you gave me your blessing. I text him, I told him I got him Told him I made it to Hollywood All it took was a summer to fail My platinum record not gonna keep my black ass out of jail That was Buzzcut featuring Danny Brown By Brock Hampton of the album Roadrunner Man. New Light, New Machine mm. Roadrunner comes in at 13 songs 46 yes, minutes and 38 seconds Released on April 9th, 2021 Man, Paul. React. Yeah. I mean, before we even get into into what we thought of this album. Okay. Um, you're the one who I think it was even one on one of the episodes. I believe it was on one of the episodes mm-hmm. um, where you informed me that Brockhampton had released an album. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts initially hearing that they had released an album? Um. I was excited. It's Brockhampton. Big mm-hmm. fan of, of, of the group um, mm-hmm. as a whole and the music that they make. So I was um, definitely looking forward to it. Let me pause you there. Why were you excited? Because my assumption anyway is that a lot of people listening today may not be too aware of who Brockhampton are. Because they are more so of an indie-ish type of group. Um, they're not necessarily the biggest names. not worldwide names. Um, but me and you are both big fans of them. We mm-hmm. have been for years. Um, so what? Why were you? Why do you feel like you're justified to be excited about it? Um, their track record speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, they for me controlled 2017 in terms of music mm-hmm. with the saturation series one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, they had you know some issues with um, an ex member Amir who they had to kick out of the group um, due to some sexual misconduct. Um, cases against him and they did that admirably mm. um, and then they still bounce, bounce back you know there was a lot of tension on whether they could you know come back and then 2018 comes iridescent and then sugar and then boom and you're you know you're still here and they're going great and like I said the music that they make very eclectic you had that hard hitting beat coming and rapping at the same time Kex has played um, Our Tries by Brockhampton where they're just singing mm-hmm. and that's the group You'll, you'll get a mix of sounds, mix of voices, um, mix of feels, mix of music. And so, and it all amalgamates really well together. It doesn't feel disjointed. It never really feels out of place. So naturally, you always look forward to that. Mm. Always look forward to that. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, they're one of, the most, one of the more versatile groups I've heard. Yeah. Um, obviously, off mic, we had that conversation about 
Mac Miller, what Mac Miller was able to turn his career into, mm-hmm. and what Tyler the Creator was able to turn his career into, mm-hmm. and I th- I feel like for me anyway, Brockhampton are the group versions of those artists in their late career, mm-hmm. um, in terms of their style of music. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Like I say, it's an it's an amalgamation of a lot. Mm. Yeah, it's an amalgamation of a lot of different sounds, like. That was one, like I said, that was one song that was intro buzz cut. That is not the feel of the album. Absolutely. That's not the sound of the album. You'll get <laughs> so many, and you can't really pinpoint the sound of the album. It's really mm. just the Brock Hampton sound because it switches and changes a lot. Mm. Um, so, yeah, now that we're here, we both listened to it, obviously, because yeah. we're about to review it. Um, react, man. What did you feel about it? What do you think about it? How do you feel? Man, um, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, and it wasn't one of those where it had to grow on me either. Mm-hmm. I loved it from the jump. Um, I think there was about four times this album on my first listen where I felt that I had to reload it mm-hmm. just because certain songs I didn't expect them to be that great. Mm-hmm. Hearing Danny Brown on the intro, Miss Danny Brown, man. Oh man, oh man, it was so iconic. I just I love that song. Yeah. Um, and the album goes on, and I'm I'm loving every song I'm hearing. Yeah. And then I'll take you on comes on, mm-hmm. and I hear Charlie Wilson. Doing okay, yep, yep, you have a hit, you have a hit, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, I'll take you on one of my favorite songs off the album. Um, but then you carry on, you get to old news. What's the occasion? Oh my goodness, what's what's the occasion? Out of this world song, I love that song. Um, but my (sighs) favorite when it got to Don't Show Up the Party, okay. And this, this this is one of the reasons that I love Brockhampton, because on basically all of their projects at this point, you can hear that they know when they have a hit. Mm-hmm. They do certain things that I wouldn't expect artists to do unless they know that this this one this one right here is the one. Mm-hmm. And I think I very much think that the way that they hear their music is how I listen to music in general. Yeah, which is why their music resonates with me so much because it's almost as if like I've it's almost as if they've taken Raheem's recipe for a hit and give me an album of it every time. Don't fucking kill me. <laughs> Fam, don't shoot up the party. Just the way that they cut the beat at the end. Just don't shoot up the party. Don't shoot up the... And then they have a gunshot. And then they let the beat go crazy. It's like, oh, they knew. They knew that this is Raheem's number one for the year. But right now, off of my first few listens of this album, this might be the one to beat. Okay. This might be the one to be. I really, really love this album. What do you think? I, I really like this album too. I think mm. it's really good. I think um, this is going to be one of their last two albums. They've mm-hmm. announced that they've got one more after this and then they're going to call it a day for the best boy band since One Direction, making niggas itch like a skin infection. Mm. Um, and so they're going out strong. It seems like they're going out strong. I think they, they tapped into their patented formula and they hit the nail on the head, really hit it out the park really great amalgamation of different sounds where you you know lean to don't shoot out the party i lean to count on me mm. and and songs like that and hearing just the amalgamation of voices especially on the chorus between jabari joba ryan Beatty, and then sean mendez on there right. too right. kind of wild um just so many different voices like you say hearing charlie wilson i mean i don't know i needed to hear Brockhampton with charlie wilson until i heard it Bam. I didn't think I would ever hear Brockhampton with Charlie Wilson. Wild, right? 
And then on top of that, um, even hearing them with Danny Brown, like it makes yeah. so much sense in hindsight, but like I wouldn't have thought Brockhampton and Danny Brown meshing, but mm-hmm. it does and it fits so well, especially like I say, because they're so um, eclectic with their music, they're able to fit to whatever artist yeah. they decide to have hop on and they don't have many because you have so many niggas in this group. like mm. So you don't really need to have features. So when they do branch out, it's always special. Um, but yeah, they're able to fit themselves or fit their style into whatever f- feature artist they're bringing in. Mm. And I'm saying that ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rocky floated. Floated. On Bankroll, man. They did. First time indeed. I've heard ASAP Rocky sound like ASAP Rocky in a while. Yeah, yeah, they floated. They floated, floated. It was, it, this is a really good project, man. It's a really good project. If you're a Brockhampton fan, you already know what this is. Yeah. You already know what this is. I'm sure you already like it because mm. I feel like there's, there's nothing not to like it's yeah. it's just the same vibe you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's the exact same vibe the only thing that's missing from this in a typical Brock Hampton album is the skits mm-hmm. yeah that's really it but this is uh, it's new light new machine it's great I mean I guess the conversation now is you know me and you we both spoke well you've just spoken you just waxed lyrical about the projects that they've dropped that we both consider amazing projects Iridescent um, the Saturation Saturation series mm-hmm. um I can't remember what the album's called, but the one that had sugar on it. Mm-hmm. Um, ginger. Well, ginger, that's it. If you want to make a ginger, give me <laughs> <laughs> cocoa. <laughs> 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 you never stopped. <laughs> 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 no, that album is so great. <laughs> that album beautiful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but now, where would you rank um, Roadrunner amongst their albums? Um, it'll take a while for me to have a good ranking of it, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, just because of how much I've, I've been, especially Saturation Series, how much I've been able to live with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for right now, I don't think I'd be able to to rank it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to grow with me a little bit more. Hit me back mid-summer, I'll probably be able to have a ranking for you, honestly. Okay. Um, but it's it's another one that I liked. I mm-hmm. liked it from Jump. I'd, I'm thinking back... I like Saturation 2 the moment I heard it. Mm-hmm. I like Saturation 3 the moment I heard it. Saturation 1 had to grow on me because mm-hmm. I had it after 2. So yeah. I was judging it in 2 and I think 2 is the best Saturation. So it was like, uh, you're not up to the same level, but it was a build. Mm-hmm. Um, Iridescence grew on me. but same. Iridescence grew on me in the sense that I literally listened to it three times in a row. Like back to back to back. Like I was literally yeah. in the gym and I was just like, played it, played it again played it again so by the third time i was like oh i do like this you know you know what i'm saying and then ginger ginger i liked from like the moment i heard it mm-hmm. spending all my lights so long for you to call me yeah yeah i like that from the jump so um this one is another one i liked on the jump so it would just be about how it ages and how it grows how about yourself do you have a ranking for it um similar i don't have a I have a ranking of where I feel like it is now, today. Mm-hmm. Um, today, gun to my head if I'm answering the question, it's probably, if not one, then two. Okay. Um, it's between this and Saturation 3 for me. Okay. But again, I feel like I look at Saturation 3 with rose-coloured glasses on, um, because it was my introduction to them. Yeah, it was your baby. Um, so I do look at that album with, like, it's just special to me. It's really special, especially with the way I open with Boogie. Yeah. And Bleach is on there. Yeah. And that, yeah, that Saturation 3, I love Saturation 3. Um, Two questions for you then. Mm-hmm. One, what's the song from this album that you think everyone needs to listen to? 
Okay. And then two, what's the song from a previous Brockhampton album? Because like you said, you feel like a lot of people who will listen to this won't necessarily be big fans of Brockhampton that you feel mm. they should listen to to make them fans. Mm. That's the question. The song off of this album that I think everyone needs to listen to. Yeah. Um, I already mentioned it before. Don't show up the party. Okay. There's something about this song, and I've said it. I just said it, but there's something about this song. They knew they had a hit. Yeah. They knew. I knew once I listened to it. The first time I heard this song specifically, mm-hmm. I think I would up like twice because I couldn't believe how good it was. Um, it's one of my favorite songs that have been released this year. Okay. Period. I love that song so much. Um, a previous song that I think people need to go back and listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, Bleach. Mm. Am I gonna go with Bleach? I'm gonna go with Bleach. The reason I'm gonna go with Bleach is because I feel like Bleach is who they are. Got the feeling. Tell me why when I feel it. Tell me why. Yeah, beautiful song. There's something about Bleach that, for me, just embodies who they are. Yeah, beautiful song. Um, There's a deep... The way they portray their emotions is deep. Yes. It's deep. Yeah. Like, even I remember back to Saturation 2, and one of the lines that always gets me is Kevin Abstract's like... He was like, niggas asking why you always rap about being gay. Because mm. not enough niggas rap and be gay. Man. So I'm going to get head from a guy right here. And I was like, yo, yeah, tell these niggas, man. Bam. Be unapologetic with your yep. shit and let yep. your shit out. And niggas are going to rock with you if they want to. And if they don't, fuck them. Simple and that. that's their mentality. Bam. They're yeah. just so, that's it. Unapologetic is the word, man. Yeah. They're just themselves to a T. Yeah. If they feel like singing on a song, they might sing on the whole song. They're going to sing on the whole page. song. Yep. You will not be able to sing that song, but That's guess what? what? You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And guess what? You're going to try. Yep. <laughs> Do you know how much times I've strained my voice singing Bleach? Come on, man. Bleach is just who they are. And I remember, because the first time I heard it, I showed it to one of my friends, and they weren't the biggest fans of it. And I think the reason that they weren't the biggest fans of it is because it is somewhat abstract in that the beat isn't necessarily just a basic beat mm-hmm. that would go with a song mm-hmm. like it's a bit not offbeat what's the word on they do some weird things in the beat itself that work they really does work but again if you like if you're if you like the type of music that Brockhampton produced then you'll love it yeah and if you don't then you won't and this is the song that I feel like will split you into either party yeah so I think Bleach is definitely one of those songs like yeah you should go back and listen to but what about you what song do you like from this project and what song would you recommend to other people to go back and listen to yeah I think um, Count On Me I've mm. already mentioned it I think it's one that really sticks out to me I think it's just distinctive um, and it really it, for me every time I've listened to this album it really separates itself mm. um, in that sense just the again just the hook and the amalgamation of voices on the hook and the way they melody and they mesh and they harmony chef's kiss um Going back, I would go in a similar vein to you. Um, you went bleach. I would go summer. Mm. In the heat of the summer, you're so different from the rest. Like uh, again, singing. Like <laughs> on an album which starts off with them doing anything but singing, <laughs> and then they close it out by just singing. And it's it's them. It's mm. what they do. Like it, and it's all what they do. It's yeah. all part of their sound. Bleach is as much part of their sound as Buzzcut is as much as Boogie is, as much as Jello is, as much as Heat is, like, gold, like, literally, like, all of it Mm. is part of their sound because they have done an amazing job of shining a light on what each member does well. Mm. 
and they figured that out. They figured out Kevin is going to spit some of the hardest bars. Joe Butt is going to give you the singing. Merlin's going to come in with that deep voice and just, but man, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to be, you're going to recognize it every single time. Go, yep, there goes Merlin again. And they're going to do that. And everyone's going to get that little bit of shine. Yep. And there'll be times you won't even know whose voice you're hearing. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. Yep. Because they're, they're good at what they do. They're really, really, really good, good at what they do. Really good. Go and listen to Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine by Brockhampton. Please do. Um, and yeah, that's our thoughts on that project. Out of ten, good sir. Out of ten. Out of ten, good sir. Come on. Um, I'll give it eight point five right now. Okay. okay. Eight point five. Um, I'm not mad at you. It can go up in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm very open to it going up. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for it to be a nine or higher. It has to stand the test of time, mm-hmm. and it's a bit too soon for it to stand a bit of test of time. Cause Not even been a month yet. Barely. Exactly. So, we'll see what I think at the end of the year. We'll see what I think next year. Yeah. Um, but off rip, my expectations are high, and I do see it being an album that can go up for me. Great. I really love this project. You? Not too far off. I'd say a seven point five, maybe an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we'll see how the test of time. We'll see how it ages. Um, the feel of it I'm really eager to see how it feels listening more to it during the summer mm. as the summer months come up and yeah shout out Brockhampton yep we got fans over here yes, we're sir. gonna miss you guys when you split up as a group oh my god but we're thankful for the art that you've already produced for us man honestly cause in the heat of the summer mm. you're so different from the rest mm. alright so that was um, Brockhampton um, Roadrunner new light new machine mm. speaking of machines okay Speaking of machine. Okay. <laughs> it's time to switch gear. Okay. To the machine. <laughs> Who's that? It's Conway. Oh man. Big Conway, big ghost. Um, Conway the machine and his latest project, La Machina. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to intro this. I'm going to play the song Two Hundred Pies featuring Two Chains. I feel amazing, nigga. <laughs> Oh my uh, fucking god, nigga. Uh, uh, Hundred racks in my sweatpants, did my score on the Portland. I'm Bonzi Wells with the headband. Build the next powerhouse record label, that was my next plan. Drum work like Death Row in the 90s, mixed with Def Jam. We the Death Squad, but I shoot solo on Ratman. Right hand holding the steering wheel, busting back with my left hand. I'm still busting down the presidential Rolex band. Every day I collect bands, Lambo truck color. That was the song 200 Pies of the album La Machina mm. by Conway the Machine. Coming in at 11 songs, 40 minutes, 52 seconds. Released on April 16th, 2021. Conway second release of 2021? Yeah. Yeah, second release. Nigga stays working. Here uh, come TD, you think I should be excited about. Coming soon! <laughs> Nigga, fuck off. <laughs> this guy's not serious. Um... So yeah, second release 2021, La mm-hmm. Um, It's here, we've listened to it, we've digested it, we've sat on it, we've meditated over it, we've prayed over it, we vibed to it, we ride to it, we rode out to it, we hit the slopes to it, we started shooting to it, we got it back in blood to it. Um, react. I didn't do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to this in the peace of my room. Oh, you didn't get it back in blood? No. <laughs> <laughs> because it knows I'd be creepy. <laughs> 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 I 
I got it back in the water, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I went fishing to my shit. Bitch, I got my own family security. We can't make those jokes anymore. California, California is really a good. <laughs> Yo, I don't be cripping out. Be blooded, blooded, nothing, nothing. I don't. I just be blacking. <laughs> black is black. Of the berry, the sweet of the juice, man. <laughs> um, man, I enjoyed this album. Okay, I really enjoyed this album. Yeah. Um, I wanted to commend Conway. Okay. Um, on showing a bit of versatility on this project, mm-hmm. he didn't stick to his standard Conway the Machine sound, mm-hmm. um, which is very much the Alchemist sound. Okay. Um, I think he did go out of his comfort zone a bit. Yeah. And I had a realization. Well, before I even get into that, we can get into that in a bit. Um, I do want to commend the features on this project. I feel like everyone came to play. As we would expect, yeah. it's Griselda. It's Griselda. So everyone always comes to play with Griselda. Like no one bring, no one leaves their best stuff at home. I don't think you can get on the album if you do. I don't. I think it's impossible. Yeah. Because I've heard GID rap. Like GID on a on a bad day, GID Jid, Jid on a bad day is G-day. still better than most of your favorites, huh? GID, don't do that. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> is it actually no. Don't call him. It's GID, GID. Nigga, get out of here. Right, he is on his worst day. He's better than a lot of your favorites. That's facts. But for him to rap the way he did on this album, I said, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And then for Ludacris to come and rap the way he did on this album, Jay Skis, I hadn't heard of you before today. But now that I've heard of you, you're on my to watch list. Yeah. Because, oh my goodness, did, did too cool. Too, too, too cold. Three features on this project and every single one she didn't let down. That's very true. Love female rappers, man. 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 Yeah, this whole album. KD loved it. Yeah. Loved it. That's the one specifically where I felt like, yeah, he really did step out of his comfort zone. Yeah. He usually gives us about one or two tracks this album where he steps out of his comfort zone. This one, I felt like he gave us a bit more. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I really did like this album, but I expected to like it because it's Griselda. And Griselda literally have never let me down. Which is crazy, because at this point, it's been like, what, four years worth of music in one year? Are you sure, 100%. <laughs> what about you? What are your thoughts? Um, I found it interesting that you said you wanted to start by, you know, commending him on being versatile. Mm-hmm. It was definitely different to typical Conway albums, mm. or songs in general. It sounded, it felt like he has something he wants to prove. Mm. Um, like deeply and so my mind casts to the bar where he says they say Wes is is the exec and Benny's the superstar but you know that I'm the one who comes silliest with the bars Mm. and that line on this album really to me encapsulates his whole feel of the album where it felt like he felt he had to prove something he had to go out of his way to show a different side um, to an extent liken it to and I really don't like the fact that I do this and I mean like I do this I mean mm-hmm. we but like me specifically but it's just where my mind went it was similar to when Benny said yeah I need to do a project with Hit Boy to show that I have a different lane I'm going to mm-hmm. do this feature with Russ to show that I can do that if I need to I'm going to show you that I can do I have drill songs I'm going to show you what I can do mm-hmm. and it felt sort of 
similar in Conway's mind, um, in the sense that he he did go very different. The beats were different. The way he flowed on the beats were different. The way he the the word plays were like sort of different. Everything felt different. To what is typical, and I'm never gonna um, criticize someone for branching out. I just felt that that different because it almost felt like he didn't master the different in the way that he's mastered obviously what he does typically and what we hear from him typically i feel like it's going to make this project struggle to age well um to me i feel like i can already tell which songs i'm gonna go to which songs i'm gonna pull from and and i don't like that especially coming from griselda where every single project is a project do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's not really projects for me with Griselda, Conway, any of them, where I say, oh, it's this song and that song and that's it. No, it's the whole body of work. Mm. And whereas with this one, I do feel like I'll probably more so favour individual singles like 680 Tip Off, 200 Pies, Grace, and SE Gang, and Had to Hustle, as opposed to the whole tape. Um, now that's not to take away from the skill that he shows on the tape. He's still one of the most skilled rappers on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a given. Now that's factual. We that doesn't need to be said. To be honest, I think that's um, Jay Z told him that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who am I? <laughs> who are you? Who are they listening to tell him otherwise? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but I I I. Yeah, I do think the project as a whole will struggle to age well. Songs will age well, definitely. Um, we know that there's more coming from him. Yeah. And probably another one coming two weeks from now. Right. Um, knowing how they work, knowing how he works specifically. So I'm just looking forward to hearing more of that. Um, overall, though, very good listen. You're going to hear some mm. really good rap on this project. Mm. Really good rap on this project. Paul, I'm going to ask you a question I've asked you before. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm gonna ask it again because I've spoken to a few other people um, regarding. Well, I've asked a few other people this question now. Um, is this too much music at once? No, it's not. It's not. The quality control is different. I'm glad you asked that question because I was thinking that this morning, where I was like, "Man, is it the time where like is this now we're starting to see the effect of having too much music?" And I don't think it is. I just think it's about where the quality of the music is. Um, so, for example, I don't think this album is better than If It Bleeds It Can Be Killed, um, the mm-hmm. most recent one, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that was better than Answer. Mm-hmm. Whereas, up to Answer, everything Conway had done, elevate. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Same with Benny. I don't think that The Plugs I Met 2 is better than um, Burden of Proof. Uh-huh. So, if Benny now gave me another project, let's say next week, which I then didn't even think was better than Plugs I Met 2, then it's looking like, okay, this is too much music at once because now your quality control isn't up to the same standard. Mm-hmm. Whereas up to Burden of Proof, everything was, oh, this is better than that, then this is better than that, then this is better than that, and this is better than that. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So like West last year, for me, every album went like this. Okay. Pray for Paris was obviously the magnum opus, mm-hmm. but every album went like this because that was yes. something I was taking from each album. Mm-hmm. Baldy James last year gave me four projects everyone stacked they went like this it went up the pyramid everyone got better and better and better until real bad baldy at the end of the year blew me out the fucking water Mm. so i don't necessarily think it's too much music at once i understand the argument and people will say that 
but for me I think it's just it's totally about the quality control mm. even to take it back to track 9 when we had our debate about album length because it sort of fits in that same vein yeah. I said you can give me a two hour long album if it's quality control mm-hmm. if I feel like there was a reason for it if you're gonna give me an album in March and then you're gonna come back and give me projects anyway we'll say projects if you're giving me projects in March and then you're gonna come back and give me a project in April and they're full length projects mm-hmm the quality control has to be, for me anyway, the quality control is very important that you're at least hitting the same level, if not bettering. And if you're not, then I'd rather you just keep it in the tuck and keep working and working until you can better because I always want to see you mm. elevate. So mm. that that is where I see it. But I do I would, I would, do appreciate the argument of maybe it is too much mm. music in a span of time. I think, for me anyway, mm, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because they haven't released a project out of Griselda that I haven't liked yet. Mm-hmm. My issue now is that they're not letting projects breathe the way that they should. Well, the way that they could, not mm-hmm. should, the way that they could. Some of these projects that they've dropped, they have a longer life. Their lifespan, the lifespan of an elite project is a few months. Conway, Conway's last album didn't, like, it's only... I didn't get the chance to even go back and give it the rotations it deserved before Live Makina came out. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, I want to give this one the rotations it deserves. And I will give this one the rotations it deserves because the release was a lot less complicated and there's less distractions. But it's like, man, I didn't even get a chance to really digest your last album. Mm-hmm. And that's for you and me who listen to albums like these albums we listen to these albums pretty fast mm-hmm. we're music heads there's a lot of people who are saying oh yeah I'll get to that and if they do get to it it might be months later yeah. because in their heads oh they released an album so they're not going to release another project for the next few years mm-hmm. um, but with Griselda <laughs> if they release an album they might be releasing their second album the month later yeah. um, I think it gets to a point where it's like there is a level of oversaturation um, I see what you did there because saturation broke Hampton. I see what you're on, doing. Come on, man. I'd be in my bag. I see it. <laughs> um, I, it's a tough one to argue. It's a very tough one to argue because, again, I can't say that they've oversaturated the market when I've loved every album. It's, it's Wale, classic. Mm. Good business, mm. but with bad friends, mm. or mad business and mad friends. You know, mm. classic. Like, which one do you want? We started off this podcast talking about TDE and the lack of music. And then, you know, we've got Griselda and the complete dichotomy. Mm. And of course, there's a middle round, which you would hope artists would be able to find, but then it's also about what they want to do and where they want to be. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm more from a Joe Biden podcast, I said it years ago when I first clicked onto Griselda, like them niggas is always working because they know what it was like on the streets mm. and they never want to go back. Mm. And so they, this, they have, years worth of content from all the years that they was doing what they was doing on the street from all the days like Conway spent up in a hospital bed recovering from that bullet to his face mm. from all the days West spent in the hospital bed recovering from getting stabbed you know what I'm saying like mm. they have all that content and they're just never going to stop putting it out because they knew it was like to be coming up broken you know what I'm saying in that grimy ghetto life and so mm-hmm. I'll never for me I'll never get onto them for that um Especially in a world where I'm sat here five years deep wishing that I would get an Isaiah Rashad project. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
or wishing that I would get a Joey Badass project. Like, mm. do you know what I'm saying? So I'll never, for me, I'll never get onto them for always giving music. I will get onto them when I feel like the music, the quality of the music is dipping. Mm. That's where I'll get onto them. And that's where um, I would question Conway on this in the same way I would, I still like this. It's still mm. good music. Still mm. really good music. It's a really good rap. We spoke about Two Chains, Feature, Chef's Kiss, Luda, JID, all feet beautiful. This is still really good music. I would just say, is it better than your last? No. Is it better than the last before that? No. And so now you want to fix that before you get to the next one. And if the next one comes in six months and it's mm. better than the last, you've hit the nail out the head. If the next one comes in a month's time and it's better than the last, you've hit mm. the nail out the head. Because I see what you're saying about I don't get the rotations. But at the end of the day, we rotate what resonates. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We rotate what resonates. And so like, for example, we were in the car on the way here. We were listening to Lemon Pepper Freestyle, mm. like nonstop. We will rotate what resonates. If Drake releases another song tomorrow mm. and it's not as good as Lemon Pepper Freestyle, it's not going to stop me from keeping on rotating Lemon Pepper Freestyle because we mm. rotate what resonates. Like, I think Bad Enough Proof is probably better than um, The Plugs I'm At One, but The Plugs I'm At One resonates with me. We rotate what resonates. Right. I'm going to put down a sticker. <laughs> Rotate what resonates. Come on, man. That's a mixtape title. <laughs> That's an album title. That's an album title. <laughs> it will be looking. Yo. Finally drop. Yo. <laughs> man, where did that come from? <laughs> What's the song? Uh, it has to be Scatterbrain. Okay. Again, Conway went crazy on this. Conway yeah. really did go crazy on this. Yeah. But when I heard Jid start going crazy the way Jid started going crazy, yeah, no, it was an easy choice for me. I already knew. Mm-hmm. You? SE Gang. Mm. SE Gang. Benny came on that bitch and said, You ain't a shooter, nigga. You Ben Simmons. The mm. J don't work. Mm. Mm. Ben? Look what happened when Spurs 3 gets together, man. It's different, man. It's <laughs> different. It's different, man. It's different, yeah. SE Gang. Spurs 3. Benny. Mm. Conway. Wes. Mm. You know what they do. You know who they are. If you don't know who they are, track one. It's right there. Intro. We'll tell you exactly who they are. We don't because we go all over the place because we weren't cohesive at all. At all. We had no idea. Don't listen to track one. (laughs) In fact, scratch that. It doesn't exist. What? We we started track four. Yeah, we started track. We started track seven. That's when this podcast really started, man. For real. Podcast about nothing. <laughs> yeah, you can't even find promos. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, it does not exist. You can't tell me that. I do not know that man. I feel, I'm sorry for this man. Oh man. Out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten. Um, I'll give it a. Seven point five. I thought we were about to say three. I was like, damn, <laughs> damn. Seven point five. I'll give it seven. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm about the same. About yeah. the same. Seven, six and a half. Seven. Yeah, it was a good project. It was a really good project. Yeah, it was a good project. It was nice. Mm. Shout out the machine. Man. The machine. Mm. It's time to change tack again to our third project of the day. Man. You see what I did there? Day, because it rhymes with court day. <laughs> I'm podding today. This guy is a podcaster. This is uh, court day. Little EP, little four pack mm. called Just Until. The album, or the EP cover says, See you soon. Album almost done. Nice. Day. So you can tell that this is just a little light pack to keep us holders over for the album. He says um, as much. He says as much. I'm going to play a little quick snippet of more life 
not that more life by that piece of shit. Featuring oh, gee. <laughs> Just Until by Corday, no more YBN, good. Mm. Um, it is a four single EP, just a little light pack to hold you over for the album. Yes, sir. Comes in at 12 minutes, dead on, four songs. Um, yeah, first um, project released from Corday since 2019's Grammy-nominated debut album, The Lost Boy. Mm. Fabulous album, go back and listen to it if you have not. Yep. Um, first, as he said there on the more life um the first line is first song in a year mm. um so it's first time we're hearing from him in in over a year man what man. do you think let's react man let's talk about it what we think um hmm hmm but i start but i start i have a lot of thoughts about this one code has gone next i think um been said been said um we've said it here i've said it here anyway i've said it on my blog isaiah richard not Isaiah Richard, but Isaiah Richard's in that group as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah Richard, Reason, J.I.D., mm-hmm. Cordae, mm-hmm. are the people I look to and say the music industry is in great hands mm-hmm. when J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake, to an extent, all of the greats today decide to retire. Mm-hmm. The music industry is in great hands. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, young, the young bucks coming up, they're talented, man. They're mm-hmm. really, really talented. Um, Corday said it you know this is his first song in over a year um, and a lot of artists can't afford to do that mm-hmm. there's artists who don't do it but can afford to do it like Griselda that we just spoke about but there's artists that don't do that because they cannot afford to do that mm-hmm. um, I think when you're talented enough you have that luxury we will give you that luxury of time mm-hmm. if you're that talented is a reason why Kendrick can take three years and we'll say, man, that album's about to be amazing compared to if A Boogie stopped making music for three... Fairy Watts stopped making music for three years and we say, oh, yeah, he's retired. Remember when Fairy Watts said, I'm like, hey, what's up, hello? And it changed it. The whole world didn't know what to do with themselves. Bam. It was the craziest, craziest thing that All he said was 17, 38, and everyone lost their goddamn minds. But look, look, because you can say that and it's going to be crazy right now. You can say she can be my trap queen or my... Crazy right now, crazy today, crazy for the next few months. But okay, cool, we need something new, quick, mm. quick, quick, quick. Because it tastes delicious, but it's McDonald's. Mm. I'm still going to be hungry afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with Corday, that is jollof rice, chicken, assorted meats, gizzard dodo, I'm full. I don't need to eat until tomorrow, I'm good. Because We should wrap up this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> showed that he he showed he's one of the best rappers um of his generation coming up now 
um, in just a short four songs. If you release a four song EP or project, let me know if I call it EP, a four song, four pack, whatever, um, you have to hit on at least two of them for it to be something that can stay in rotation. And he did that. I think he hit on all four. My only critique of this project, people know how I feel about Q-Tip. Everyone knows how I feel about Q-Tip. I love Q-Tip. Mm-hmm. One of my favourites. My Twitter name today is A Tribe Called Kets because I think A Tribe Called Quest is one of the coldest groups that ever do it and, Q- and Q-Tip is one of the reasons why he's one of the coldest groups that ever do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you have Q-Tip on the song, mm-hmm. Q-Tip shouldn't sound how he did. Mm-hmm. On more life, Q-Tip's little hook there really frustrates me. On more life, mm-hmm. it sounds really amateurish, mm-hmm. and it upsets me because I never want to hear Q-Tip sounding amateurish. Now I'll cut them some slack and assume that he also produced the song. Um, again, that's an assumption, and I like the beat to the song, so I'll allow it. Um, yeah, he did produce him, Kid Culture, and Eric Hudson. Um, so I'll come some Slack and say, yeah, his artistry will still work, even if I didn't like the hook. Um, but outside of that, I think every time Corday hopped on the song and started rapping, different, different. What about you? What are your thoughts? Um, I'm 50-50. And I very literally mean I'm 50-50. I like mm-hmm. two songs and I don't like two songs. Mm. So I'm dead on 50-50. Um... I didn't like More Life, I didn't like What's Up. Mm. The two songs were features. Exactly. Um, and and this is not to take away anything from Corday, but like he said, we have, like this is my first time hearing you in a year. I want to hear you. Mm. I don't necessarily want to hear anyone else. I understand giving the... F- I understand both reasons as to why you would do this with features. Because on one hand, you're throwing shit on a wall and seeing if it sticks. Because mm-hmm. if it does, then we know that we can put these singles on the album to boost the streams. If it doesn't, I've got a song with Q-Tip, I've got a song with Young Thug. Like, we'll mm. put it out there, we'll see what happens, right? Mm. And it's music that I have in the tuck, so why not let the world see it? Great. As a fan of you, um, I don't. I, I want to hear you. And I liken it back, and this is why I was talking about J. Cole earlier, I said I might get into it. Now, I liken it back to J. Cole in 2012, after the Grammys gave his best new artist towards Iggy Azalea. Mm-hmm. He went on, like, a 100-day hiatus from music which at the time for J. Cole was wild because mm. he was just releasing music all the time and importantly for him at the time as well from social media and again in 2021 people looking at it like what? J. Cole doesn't tweet anyway J. Cole in 2010 11, 12 was a Twitter fiend think of KD that was J. Cole then yep. right he was on that shit so he went away from social media completely and we didn't hear from him and then he comes back a hundred days later with his remix of Lift Off, um, the song of Watch the Throne, mm-hmm. and he just goes crazy. And one of the things he explicitly said as he was rapping is, I took this time away. I know y'all didn't want to hear didn't hear from me. I just need to get my mind right. I'm back though. I'll get into more of what I what I went through over these hundred days later. Mm-hmm. But if you allow me to, let me just get back into it. Mm-hmm. And I love that aspect of it because it set you up for the album which projects an album which would be coming which obviously began the protracted build to what would be Born Sinner. Um, but then it also let us know that, hey, I recognize I was away and this is to give y'all guys something as I come back. And so for me with Corday, I would have just liked to hear Corday. I would just like to hear, like even that J. Cole song that I'm referencing, he literally comes on, it's a lift off beat, no hook. 
he just raps mm. takes pauses every now and again for verse breaks and then just raps mm. do you know what I'm saying yeah. I would like that on one or two songs and that's why I like I really like Dream and Colour I really mm. like Thornton Street because I just get to hear him mm. um, type vibe and that's something I want to do I, I just want to hear Corday um, because like you said he's one of the best of his generation damn near one of the best of the game now mm. um, his artistry is amazing his versatility is amazing you're going to show me all of that on the album I would assume even like this more life I agree with you like Q-Tip's voice sounds off-putting mm. I imagine if they were serious about putting it on an album it'll sound different they'll yeah. produce it better they'll engineer it better don't throw that away give me just give me some verses and rap which is what I feel like I got on Dream and Color and Thornton Street whereas What's Up more life again I understand why you have it I understand why you put it on here you know you want to give your fans something but me as a fan you just give me a song, two songs, especially knowing that, as you've said here, an album's coming. Mm-hmm. This is just until. Mm-hmm. You can give me a song and I'm good. You can literally give me a song of just you spitting, two songs of just you spitting, getting some shit off your chest or just giving us a peep behind a curtain of what may come on the album or what you've been like doing over the year. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Um, so, again, it's not to take anything away from um, this because I do like it. I really like Tyrone Corday. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that that was my take on it. That was my That's take fair. on it. That's fair. I don't think because I don't think I can get mad, mad at you for that. Um, well, I won't get mad at you for any of your opinions anyway. But yeah, yeah, I think we're we're pretty much in agreement, really. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind what's up. I didn't mind what's up. I it was cool. It was cool. I think I think that's my thing though. Like I, it was like a, I didn't mind, but because I really did like Dream and Car and Thornton Street, I'm like, and mm-hmm. I don't need it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, get rid of that. And like I've said multiple times here, to me, less is more. I'm about quality control, and so like you just give me the two of you, I'm set, baby. I think that's my my thing of it was um like with someone like More Life, right? Um, yeah, the hook is. I didn't like the hook at all. Again, it sounded, I'm sure it sounded like, it almost sounded like Q-Tip was there, like, oh, and the hook can go something like this, and then quickly did, like, a little janky something, and they just put that on the, they put that out, instead of, like, really getting him into the studio and recording it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, saying that, I don't mind that song overall. As much as I don't like the hook, I don't mind the song reason being is because once we get to the verses oh okay Cordae rapping rapping um Dream of Colour obviously Cordae's rapping rapping what's up we get to the we get to the verses and Cordae's rapping mm-hmm. and then Thornton Street Cordae's rapping so again I don't mind it because it still feels like Cordae's putting his best foot forward almost where it's like yeah no I'm not upset with any of these verses I don't feel like you held back on any of these verses I feel like every time you came to rap you came to show me like yeah no I'm here and I do go next. Um, but yeah, yeah. It was only a little four pack. It will, it will do the job in holding me over until the album comes out. Because as I said, he already had that luxury of time. I was ready to wait. Serves a purpose. As he said, man, mm. first line, I ain't dropped a song in a year. My fans is happy to wait. Yeah, we are. Yeah, very much so. Get your shit right. <laughs> um, I want to go to this real quick. Mm. Real quick. Carrying loads at the same time, burying foes. Pee my catalog, y'all marvel at my various flows. My girl, a tennis star, you niggas out here marrying hoes. Mm. It is so fucking wild to me mm-hmm. 
just how much this nigga is like J. Cole 2011. <laughs> it's so it's so unbelievable, man. It's amazing. Like mm. and it 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 hits me because like I was thinking this as I was listening to this on the car yesterday, I was driving. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I remember watching J. Cole's come up. Like J. Cole is an J. Cole's the first artist who's come up I watched. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. obviously it was in the same vein as watching Big Sean's come up, Kendrick's come up, Drake, all those guys. But J. Cole's was the first one that I watched, like eagerly watched. And so I was literally in 2000, I remember in 2009, 10, 11, first figuring out who J. Cole was and literally watching him figure out what he wants to be as a rapper and the way he would rap and the punchlines he would throw in and the schemes he would throw in and the rhyme patterns he would use and blah, 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 blah and working that shit out until he would eventually find his footing and perfect it from Born Sinner on and just run. Mm-hmm. And watching Corday do the same shit and have it be so similar is fucking wild. Like, mm. it just trips me out. Like, that line, my girl, the tennis stars, you niggas out here marrying hoes. Like, even the way he disses niggas is cold. Like, yeah. like Cole, on the song I was just mentioning, Lift Off, he said, I'm a motherfucker and your baby mother is a MILF. Mm. It's the same sort of way I'm atting you niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah. I'm going to shoot y'all niggas. I got more bread. It's just, mm. let me talk about bitches. <laughs> but I'm going to do it in a way where I'm not even talking about, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird. And I'm so like, it's so it's just it's just so like different like i can only imagine it to how it was like my brother and my cousin older generations listening to j cole's come up and seeing how much he was like mimicking Nas mm-hmm. and hove in that and now to be able to see j cole have you know shout out to Nicki minaj these bitches be his sons it's like <laughs> damn bro do you know what it is, it's just bro? interesting do you know what it is because Corday is literally 23 years old. He was born... He's my age rank, man. Yeah, he's my age rank, bro. That's so homie. I think this is... We're now starting to see the generation of people come, who are coming in and who are very much inspired... By us. Yeah, by the people we listen to. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, we all sat down and listened. We were all listening to the same... <laughs> we were all watching the throne together at the same time. <laughs> bro, when... Um, when Born Sinner came out, we were all Ooh, reacting to exa- the yeah. album one yeah. same time. When Good Kid Man City came out, we were all saying, well, this might be the greatest album ever. Yeah. Together, like, all of us, all of us, the people who are making music, people who are critiquing music, this generation is all getting to the age now where it's us. And you know the only difference between me and Corday is? Mm-hmm. His girl's a tennis star. Mm. I'm out here talking to her. <laughs> Incriminate yourself like that. <laughs> Niggas stay self snitching. <laughs> what you gonna do is give a nigga on Michael tell you all his crimes. That's yeah, crazy. man. Get back in blood, nigga. <laughs> oh man, that that line still triggers me because he released that. When did he release this? He released this on the April twenty second. Yeah. It is now May. Yeah. We're in May, and none of you guys have still achieved anything at all. So you guys just want to prove Corday right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, which one of you has a tennis open for a uh, US open for Bam. Open. I'm not even asking you. Just get into college sports. She's beat Serena. Bam. Multiple times. Bam. Serena doesn't want to see her on the court. <laughs> as, as Serena started talking about, yeah, yeah she might have got she might, Serena started talking about, man, I might not have it no more. <laughs> hey, listen, retirement. Bro, Serena's talking about, yeah, I won with a baby in me, nigga. <laughs> Naomi comes along. I don't want it. <laughs> Yo, Naomi has Naomi's actually gotten Serena out of here. 
Like, yo, Serena, pop out, welcome it. Go. Hey, yo. <laughs> Go. Hey, yeah. Sit down. It's time for you to sit down and do analysts. Go. You're replacement. You, you, you and you and Skip get together. <laughs> get a show going. Hey, if I see Serena doing analysts, why can't we be so angry? I'll be so young. LeBron. Serena out there with Stephen A. Yeah. Stephen A. respectfully. Respectfully. Respectfully, you're wrong. And here's why. Because on tennis, you can't use a backhand. Oh, my God. Oh, man. It's a good four pack from Corday, man. Yeah. Out of five, because obviously it's four songs, I'm not mm. going to give it. Out of five, what are you telling me? Uh, hmm. I'd give it a solid three and a half out of five. Calm. Because, not necessarily because of that's what it is by itself, mm-hmm. but because it does what the job of the project is to do. Yeah. It's going to hold me over so nicely. I might have an extra year in me to wait for another Cold Day album just yeah. because of this little project here. Yeah. So I think it really does that job nicely. Um yeah. Yeah, he did what he had to do. Yeah. You? Two and a half. Like I said, a fifth fifty. It's split right down the middle. Mm. I ain't I ain't mad at it. I'm good with it. I like it. Let me get my let me get my album when it comes, man. Take mm. your time with the album though still. Don't feel yeah. like you have to rush it. Make sure it feels like what it needs to feel like. Make sure mm-hmm. it, it surpasses what the Lost Boy was. Yeah. Get it to where you want it to be. Get the messages out that you want to get out, and then when you're ready, give it to me. Apparently, he's almost expecting a classic, and that's a, of, that's a lot of expectation. But he's got it in him. I think he there's has there's it. nothing to say that he hasn't got it in him. I'm interested to see who he's fucking with on this because you have Pusha T, Anderson Pack, and Meek Mill on your first joint. Mm-hmm. You got a Q-tip on a throwaway. Four pack. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. All of a sudden, I'm talking Corday and Hove. It's actually not far fetched. It's not far fetched. This is Dream in Color. I dream in color and I sleep on a canvas. I think we all need each other. Empathy that could be her advantage Bad bitch speak Creole and Spanish She look this way then I'm liking my chances Oh man why go on these tangents Birds eye view this shit panoramic Still firing off my paranoia They quick to forget So every bougie event I attend I tell them this Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yeah Uh-huh Yeah Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yo 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 Look Look Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spent about two racks on handmade do racks Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black, and sorry, everybody from sports to college class to rap. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. And now I know. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I ain't gonna, gonna know. I need you to know. Jimmy, all of me, I didn't want to. Yes, sir. A hero. Yes, sir. A hero in every sense of the word. Yes, sir. Um, for you guys who may not have heard, he, a young black man. He is a young. He was a young black man. Um, who tragically lost his life. Um, saving someone, who was drowning in the Thames. Yep. Him and his brother were walking late night after work, and they heroically, heroically, jumped in to save this woman. Yep. Um, man, to think 
for you guys who may not come from London, who may not be able to picture what we're saying, the Thames is looking at the Thames can be intimidating. Mm, yeah. It's big. The Thames is big. Um, it's big. It's deep. It's dirty. It's yeah. dirty. It's not somewhere where you look at it and you say, "Oh, I'd love to dive in." No. Absolutely not. It's disgusting. It's terrifying. The scope of what they must have been looking at at night yep. was terrifying. Yep. But these two young men, heroes, both looked at it and said, "No, we have to save that woman." Yep. Um, is literally the things that comic book movies are made out of. Facts. That's people's origin stories. Damn. Like I can't even imagine what it takes to muster up the courage to say, "I know I'm safe where I am." But we need to help her. Yeah. Um, but a stranger. That's exactly what they did. A stranger too. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. It's all inspiring that anyone could even have that type of courage in them. It's a personal challenge. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Um, now, fortunately, as I said, Jimmy Olabumi Adewale um, did actually lose his life trying to save her. Um, not trying. Not trying. Succeeded. He did save her. He yep. succeeded. Um, but he lost his life. Yeah. Which is a tragedy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we want to celebrate his life. Facts. Um, in celebrating his life, they are trying to award him, well, he's been nominated for the Bravery Award. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a go for, not go from me, a um, petition that we're going to have to link for in the description below. Um, and the petition is just to get a plaque put on London Bridge so that he is forever memorialised um, he's forever remembered as the hero that he is superhero that he is literally every everything that I've heard from him because I didn't know him no nope. I didn't know him um, I didn't know of him nope. I hadn't heard of him nope but everything I've heard since yep I genuinely believe with all my heart that even if he could go back and change stuff change anything he would do it all again if he knew that it would save her. Mm-hmm. Just from the things I've heard from him. Mm-hmm. That's the type of person that he's been portrayed as by his loved one, by his families. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, he literally is a superhero. And I hope that's how he's remembered. That is how he will be remembered forever. Facts. And we want a plaque to make sure that that is how generations who may not hear this story know to have when they know how to mention his name as a hero. Facts. I want to be able to have a plaque that I can take someone else's offspring to and mm. so that they can see it and mm. say this is this is what a real life superhero looks like yep yep exactly um you know rest in peace to the young man um thank you for what you did man your active heroism lives long um obviously i'm someone where people who believe in the law but people who believe in heaven mm. and you know I, i'd like to believe that you're sat up there chilling Mm. Watching Kobe give Wilt sixty five and eight. Need to be stopped. Kobe is giving Wilt seventy and eight on a nightly basis. Wilt does not want it at all. Wilt Chamberlain had a nine foot three wingspan. And what is he gonna do with that turnaround fadeaway jumper? (laughs) Nothing. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what Wilt's giving Kobe on the other end. I'm not gonna sit here and talk about that right now. I know that my mamba is out there giving him sixty eight and ten. On 70% from the field. Oh my god, yeah, this was... <laughs> Rest in peace. But we love you, we appreciate you, and to you, and your family, your loved ones, and to all our black people across the spectrum, here's some Kelly Price. I need you to know you're so beautiful.
a room for everybody that's black Everybody be asking my six album, my last I'm super sick of this business My daughter missing me, nigga The whip is bullet repellent But they gon' kill me with tax Niggas really on clout They ain't checking for stats Who a decade or better Give niggas decade of rap Respect is in order Hate me better, do it loud Ooh, for everybody black Haters say that's crazy, wow Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Everybody be asking my sixth album, my last. I'm super sick of this business. My daughter missing me, nigga. The whip is bull and repellent, but they gon' kill me with tax. Niggas really on clout. They ain't checking for stats. Cause who a decade about? Giving niggas decadent rap. Respect is in order, and if you hate me, better do it loud. I root for everybody black. Haters say that's crazy. Wow. Look what happens when you do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do. As a pro, look at that. Look at the difference. Look at the efficiency. You tried to do it in the first quarter, it didn't work. It didn't work, but in the fourth quarter, when it's time to shine, oh, it's man. time to shine. Oh man, that's game time. It's game time. <laughs> Winning time. Home time. Home time. <laughs> it's time to go home. Mm. Ooh, it's time to go home. Let's give you these recommendations. And then go take your ass home. <laughs> and if you're already at home, stop mm. listening to this show. Mm. Or instead, you can go back and listen to some more, some okay. more, some more. What's your recommendation, good sir? <laughs> um, man, I said that earlier that we'll get more into it at the end of the podcast. Um, Akeem Ali. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to go and listen to the last three songs. All the songs that released in 2021. Yeah. Um, he, you need to go listen to them, man. Yep. He is staying so consistent with yep. this theme. Um, so that's Sugar yep. and The Mac. Good, good, good. And if you can, try and catch music videos for those as well. Definitely. Um, man, he's doing something really special right now. Definitely. And I think catching it in... Get him while you can. Yeah. Try and catch it in real time, man. Because yeah. I think this is going to be something, once it's, once it's all said and done, yep. this is going to be something that a lot of people will talk about for a long period of time. Because yep. this is... This is there's something about this man. It's artistic. Yeah. Every it in every sense, he's really taking the art shit of his music serious and it's so seriously fucking dope to see. Like he's not playing around. Fucking at dope all. to see. It's similar to when Bruno Mars started his whole thing. Yeah. Everything yes. was so consistent. Like all of a sudden, his whole personality <laughs> he turns into like he's from the seventies on crack. Like. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's he started it. going around everywhere with two backup uh, dancers. That's what I'm saying. No matter what, going to get a bagel in the morning, I need two backup dancers <laughs> who can sing. Like, <laughs> you might have to jig on these niggas for real, for real. <laughs> this nigga looks like it's all Bro, I might have to leave the door open on the nigga for real. <laughs> Man, yeah. So that's my recommendation for this week. Paul, what about you? The Divine Feminine by Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. If you mm-hmm. should, if you, I wish you could have seen how we was driving to oh, that before man. the podcast started today, but it's behind a paywall. So those of you who are paid and subscribed up will be able to get that for content. Um, those <laughs> of you who ain't, <laughs> those those of you who ain't, listen, man. Mm. Sometimes you gotta miss out on greatness. It's yep. cool. It's cool. It's I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I tap don't. into every single greatness. Tap, tap, tap in um, to every single facet of greatness that exists. But hey, man, if you want to miss it, you can miss it. Hey, the Divine Feminine by Matt Miller, just a sensational album. One of the best of 2016, one of the best of the past decade. The musicality of it, the the beats, the production, the lyricism, the messaging, the growth, the, growth, the expansion, the just everything, man. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. We miss you more every and more day. every day. Every day, because you're, bruv, genius. Mm. Genius. Mm. And as someone who definitely didn't appreciate it as much as I should have while he was here, Man, I'm gonna make sure I appreciate it every time I can mm. since he's gone because boy, the art he's left us with, 
timeless. And so, yeah, The Divine Feminine by Mac Miller. Please and thank you. There's that project and um, Faces yep. that I always just wanted me to go back to. Yeah. But hey. But hey. But hey. That's 29 in the books. It really, really is. That means that next time we hop on, next time we plug these mics in, we're going to be tuned into episode 30. 30! Let me tell you something. Yeah. A lot of changes are coming with 30. Yeah. And 30 is about to be a big episode, guys. Yeah. It's about to be a big one. You're not going to want to miss 30. I promise you, you're not going to want to miss 30. That's all. I'm so excited for 30. I can't wait. I'm so excited for 30. Hey, man. I want to go home. (laughs) Same. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you didn't, then there's something wrong with you because this was this was gold. And also, why are you still here if you For didn't real? enjoy it? For real, like no you've given you. you've given me my stream. He's <laughs> forcing you go away and complaining ass niggas. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Paul, you're playing us out today. I am. I'm going to preview episode thirty. Okay, okay. So if you can catch it, you catch it. You got, if you don't catch it, then I... I don't know what you've been listening to. <laughs> like, you sure you're on the right podcast? <laughs> For real. Is this really what you wanted? Bro, like... you, want, you want two ignorant Iranians. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. I need you guys at home to remember that Nigeria... Yeah. Never... Yeah. Happens to... Yeah. Have a coincidence when... Yeah. They decide to... Yeah. Carry... Yeah. What is... Yeah. In the last yeah. position. Peace and love. Damn. 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 Cold world. I never thought I'd see the day that you my old girl. Now I'm stuck here hollering at old girl. Got one, got two, three, four girls. Shotgun in a drop, made a right. Hut one, hut two. Told them, told them, take a hike, then it's on to the next, on, on to the next one. Hard to move on when you always regret one, one, one. I wonder sometimes, I wonder if I was wrong.
trying to celebrate my Independence Day. Will Smith, baby girl, who I'm kidding, still sick. Real ish, all my new news seem to get old real quick. Hey, could it be you everything that these plain plain couldn't be? Is it a sign from the Lord that I shouldn't be? Lost in the play away, so they get older me. Got me on layaway, girl, you got a hold on me. I say I'm wrong, you say come again? Damn, said I was wrong, look, don't rub it in. I got a lot on my mind, got a flock full of dimes, like a line full of how they coming in. Just saying, don't wanna have me, then somebody will. I'm playing, wait on my chest like I body build. I'm praying, you ain't content with trying to do your thing. And come back, baby, boomerang, rank, rank. Hey.